Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Looking for an edge when you're setting your DFS lineups this weekend. We've got some advanced stats for you right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to the show. Plenty of great content on sportsline.com. And if you follow Jacob on Twitter, at Gibbs underscore 23. I'm Adam Azer. He's Jacob Gibbs. Let's jump right into it with the Bucks and the Rams. And what do you expect from the Tampa Bay passing game this weekend? I, uh, I just, yeah, I want to really dive in deep here on the uh, the coverage scheme for the Rams and just like what it could mean for the pass catchers in Tampa Bay. And it's it's kind of similar to the matchup we saw last week and you and I were both out on Mike Evans and then he ended up drawing a ton of targets. So take away the grain of salt, you know what I mean? Because like the splits that we're looking at here for the Bucks throughout the season are a little bit different than the, the personnel that we've got from the Bucks. now. We could see Evans peppered with targets again. But just when you really do, you know, dive in a little bit deeper um, on – the type of coverages that the Rams use, it doesn't look good for Evans. So um, the Rams use a ton of zone coverage. Um, and we know, I mean, this is something we've talked about all year. Perimeter receivers, particularly deep threats like Evans, generally aren't targeted at as high of a rate when facing zone. Um, but like specifically, their zone coverage um, is a little bit different than some of the zone schemes that we spend a lot of time looking at. Like Tampa Bay, uh, for instance, the Bucks use zone coverage 72% of the time, which is right in line with the Rams, 77%. So you might think, you know, similar type of defense, but really they're not. Like the Bucks use um, cover two schemes uh, 19% of the time, while the Rams only use them 1% of the time. They almost never use cover two. Um, so the Rams, what they most commonly use are cover three, cover four, and cover six. Uh, they're well above the league average in each of those. And this is particularly noteworthy because the type of zone coverage scheme that Brady, Tom Brady has been like by far the best against um, at least in 2021, was cover two. And so the Rams just really don't use that at all. Uh, he ranked fourth in passer rating versus cover two, was up about 20% um, from the league average when facing cover two uh, compared to cover three, four, or six, um, the ones that the Rams use so frequently. Brady ranked 11th in passer rating. Um, was, he was still up 9%, but wasn't nearly as big um, of, a, of a rise there. And then the most notable takeaway here is how Brady's target distribution has changed when facing um, these specific types of coverage schemes. Um, he had over 350 dropbacks versus cover three, four, or six. So it's a pretty pretty large sample size. And in that sample, he like really, really favored his short yardage targets. Uh, Leonard Fournette is a guy that really stands out. We're expecting him to be back for this game. Um, and he led the team with a 25% target per route run rate when facing those coverage schemes compared to 21% versus all other schemes. And then we saw like Chris Godwin and Gronk, uh, they were right after him, their rates were about in line with what we saw throughout the season. So I would expect Gronk and Tyler Johnson to, you know, draw targets at a similar rate to what we've seen. And the guy who really dropped off was Mike Evans. Um, his rate dropped from 20% versus all other coverage schemes to 16% uh, versus cover three, four, and six. And he was considerably less efficient on those targets as well as yard per run rate dropped by 26% when facing those coverage schemes. So we could see Evans, you know, be a focal point of the offense again, but I do think with Fournette back, it's probably going to run more through the short yardage targets. At least that's what we've seen from Brady in the past when facing this type of a defense. 
and I was so wrong about Evans last week. I did think Fournette was going to play, and I thought he would have his six, seven catches. But also, I, I thought Darius Slay would shadow Evans, and I think mm-hmm. that happened to a degree, and Evans, it didn't matter. Evans had a great game, and that surprised me. I think Ramsey is going to shadow him. You know, They've been a little mm-hmm. more willing to shadow great number one receivers with Ramsey uh, as the year has progressed when there isn't really a great number two, and that's the case here. So again, I I, I kind of want to get away from Evans, but when you don't have Godwin, when you don't have Brown, what we saw last week is I, I really don't think he would have gotten that type of target share if Brown and Godwin had played. Mm-hmm. Um, he might just by default get a ton of targets. So he's a tough call. Um, by the way, I think a lot of people are picking the Rams here. I'm, I'm the only one who picked the Bucks. Uh, what about you? I know we're already almost at five minutes, but go ahead. What about you? I would go with the Rams, yeah. The Rams. Yeah. All right, all right. All right, let's get to our next stat here. I'm going to make you go uh, kind of... Um, Kind of faster on these Buffalo. Yeah, the next two are quicker. Yeah, all right. Buffalo against the Bills. Uh, Buffalo against the Chiefs defensive schemes. Yeah. Um. So this one it just brings up a point that like building off Mike Evans, there's just a ton of receivers to like this week, and one of them that I really really love is Stephon Diggs. He's underpriced and he's facing a really aggressive Chiefs defense. Um. The Bills are actually the only remaining playoff team that use man coverage at a higher rate than the Chiefs, and the Chiefs also use a ton of press coverage and they blitz a ton, and so. I think there's an opportunity here for Stefan Diggs and the Bills to really put up some big numbers potentially. Um, they've been, Josh Allen has been significantly better against man coverage since Stefan Diggs arrived. He was one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL versus man coverage before that. And then as soon as he got Stefan Diggs, he's been one of the best. He's been significantly better versus man than versus zone over the past two seasons. And the same can be said for Stefan Diggs. And then when you look at the rates when blitzed, um, Diggs has been 30% more likely to draw a target than when not blitz. And he's been 44% more efficient at converting those targets. Um, win blitz. So I would expect him to be leaning on heavily. Everything about the way the Chiefs um, approach defensively like makes sense for Diggs to really be the focal point here, and he's just way too cheap. So I think he's one of the best plays in any position this week. And, you know, A.J. Brown is a guy whose price I really like in DFS. He is the last true number one, the cheapest true number one mm-hmm. wide receiver. After that, you're looking at guys like Odell Beckham and Alan Lazard. Uh, so I've been, you know, I have Brown in my FanDuel and I think my DraftKings lineup as well. And you think there's a lot of potential here for A.J. Brown. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm going to have 100% A.J. Brown exposure this week, which is always a little bit risky with Tennessee. But the rates for A.J. Brown this year are really, really ridiculous. He's had, of course, one of the most historically efficient starts to a career of any receiver ever, really. Um, and I think a lot of people have used 2021 as a disappointment. But the underlying data is extremely encouraging. Uh, this year, he joined Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, Cooper Cup, Antonio Brown as just the seventh wide receiver over the past five seasons to draw a target on over 30% of his routes. Um, and that didn't translate to huge production because the Titans were rarely passing. But when they did pass, Tannehill is absolutely locked in on AJB. And we saw that even further accentuated over the past three games um, to close the season. He was targeted on 36% of his routes. And so now he's facing a Cincinnati defense that's a lot better against the run than the pass. Of course, they're going to try to get Derrick Henry really involved. But I think when they're passing, if this game is competitive like it's expected to be, AJ Brown could draw targets at a higher rate than any receiver playing this weekend. And he's not priced that way at all. Um, so I think he's one of the easiest plays at the price point that he's at. Um, I'm really, really excited. I think he brings just massive upside with this type of target. Um, <laughs> 100%. 100% yeah. exposure. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's all Jacob. In. That's Me too. That's Jacob Gibbs. I'm Adam Azer. We'll talk to you next week with a recap on Fantasy Football Today in five.